This is the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show where entrepreneurs share their own unique stories, discuss business trends, the impact of technology, and their entrepreneurial journey, plus how you can benefit from their products and services. Join your host, Derek Williams, and today's special guest as he takes you on a journey through interviews with innovators in the trucking and logistics industry. This is the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast. Here's Derek. Greetings, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is Mr. Josh Hanaberry, owner of PVTL. Transportation Industry Solutions, and Truck Focus Podcast. I had the pleasure of connecting with Josh through LinkedIn a little while back. Through our conversation since then, I have learned that Josh is a man of faith, a man that loves to spend time with his family, and in between all of that, he still has time to run two prosperous businesses. So let's kick back and relax and you're guaranteed to enjoy this interview learning more about Josh, PVTL, Transportation Industry Solutions, and Truck Focus Podcast, and much more. Greetings, Josh. How are you today? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm really good. Yes, sir. I'm glad to hear that. It's good to have you on the show. I really do appreciate your time and you coming aboard. Yes, sir. How's everything going for you and... um where you live at you, you do you live in canada is that right correct yeah we're up a little more north of yourself calgary alberta mm-hmm. and yeah life is good i'm often say we're definitely firing on all cylinders and time management is helpful but right. uh yeah i'm blessed life's really good industry's yeah. progressing i'm yeah i i'm fortunate i wear a lot of hats and i get to see a lot of things meet a lot of people and yeah life is really good how about yourself uh, hey, everything is good in Virginia, man. Um, you know, up and down weather. Uh, pollen is a beast right now, but um, you know, outside of that, you know, just trying to make the best of life and uh, staying busy. As you know, this is um, you know, what we do keeps you busy and active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greatest part is getting to uh, meet good people like yourself and many others. And um, you know, we both know Mister. Uh, uh, give a quick little shout out to Mr. Andy Coy with uh, My Trucker Pro. Yes, yes, sir. We both were part of his platform. Yes, yes, yeah, sir. Andy, great guy, and just the team. And they're. I had a good conversation actually with Andy yesterday, and mm-hmm. just I get really excited when I can tell people value people. Right, and that's we were talking about that before we hit record. Just I can tell you value people, which really resonates with me and Mm -hmm. Andy and his team. I really like Jack too. Super nice guy. And just, yeah, what they're building is going to change our industry. Like my trucker pro. So yeah, huge shout out to them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do agree with you. Yes, sir. So tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Josh, you know, a little bit, if you'd like to share about your family or, you know, everything. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, 
to me, one of the things I pride myself most on is I'm a husband and a dad. The okay. uh, That's my greatest gift, in my personal opinion, is the fact that I have a super supportive wife, Kathy, got two incredible kids, uh, Bentley and Avery. And yeah, and that's to me, I try and keep that front of mind because of the fact that we're so busy and mm-hmm. that you have to ask the question, what's it for? And for me, it's for them. And right. for the, I just want to, yeah, have wonderful children, which I'm really, listen, I'm grateful for. And mm-hmm. a little bit more about myself. Um, I identify as an industry advocate in transportation because part of it is it's in my DNA for my, mm-hmm. as a working adult, this is the industry I've only ever worked in. Um, I've just been really fortunate to wear so many different hats of multiple experiences from like, I'm a huge advocate for professional drivers because that's literally where I started. Um, Mm -hmm. I've navigated different operations positions, health and safety, compliance. I used to own a small trucking outfit when I was a little younger. And yeah, the uh, it's an incredible industry. And I really identify as an industry advocate for that because ultimately right. like the lifestyle that my family has, the comforts, um, obviously there's challenges too, but it, mm-hmm. it, I can thank it all because of the opportunities in industry. And yeah, I would say that's mm-hmm. a big part of my DNA is just transportation and logistics. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's been basically, that's been embedded in you. That's, that's what you're all about. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. uh, it's okay. progressed obviously over the years. Mm-hmm. The uh, the word safety matters to me now, where when I was operating before, I felt it was like more of like an anchor to the ship. Right. And I'm like, I just want to get the job done. I've always right. cared about customers. I think I've always kind of been in tune for people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this customer, I started off like hauling equipment. Right. And if you don't have the equipment, you're not able to say lift the joists to the house or lift the trusses or move this or move that. So I always felt really obligated to get it there regardless, regardless mm-hmm. of not, I care about public safety, but I'm like, I don't know if these straps are fine, but I was going right. to take it anyway. Or what do you mean weight? Like weight doesn't matter. It fit on my truck. I'm going anyway. So that right. perspective has progressed where right, right. Okay, I understand the importance of following manufacturer specs and I, I get regulation and all that stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's really, it is in my DNA where, okay. yeah, it's just, it's a blessing, man. It's such a good industry. So right, it's good. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Because uh, I've often wondered, you know, how is it in Canada? You know, far as the, you know, industry there. You know, is it is it like really vast and huge compared to you know like the United States? Am I assuming yeah. that correctly? Yeah, you guys have uh, you guys as the United States. Um, I always feel just from my per, I guess part of it's my perspective, part of it's my observation. Mm-hmm. You lead the way in a lot mm-hmm. of components. Part of that I think is infrastructure. Part okay. of that is population. Part of that is available funds. But okay. yeah, the Canadian transportation market is very diverse where like if we talk about say a truck, you mm-hmm. can do 500 different things with a truck in a day and still classify as trucking. If you're mm-hmm. a semi in a trailer, same thing. So yeah, we have, oh man, well over, well, I'd say hundreds if I'm not being, I'm not being uh, inconsiderate to the different sectors that we have in transportation because trucking, quote unquote, is it's actually created based off of definition of weight, like it's mm. a weight class. Right. So once you're offering a service, which we don't mm. have to go too scientific, there's so many things from logging, fishing, equipment mm-hmm. hauling, like I've done, to like when people talk about shortages of stuff, I'm like. A lot of times people think it's a semi in a trailer bringing goods somewhere. That's right. only a portion of it. It is, I want to build a house. 
but there's no one to bring the materials for my house from the actual, like say the creator of product right. to the store purchased to my house location. That's mm-hmm. where we're really starting to feel a pinch where roofing supplies could be sitting on pallets and there's just no available class. We call them class one, a drivers mm-hmm. that can actually do the job. So wow. it, it's that type of stuff, but yeah, there's so many different subcategories in transportation. It's wild. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hope to make it up there one day. I want to um, yeah. go to Toronto. My aunt, yeah. she has shown me pictures there where she visited this some years back and I fell in love with the pictures. Look so beautiful and everything. How, how far away is that from where you at Toronto? Yeah, mm-hmm. so Toronto's in Ontario, which is a little more central eastern Canada. Uh-huh. I'm in the west, so okay. it's about a five-hour flight or depending. Wow. Toronto from Calgary is about, depending on how long you drive, three-and-a-half-day drive. So, wow. yeah, it's quite the distance. And so mm. where population really comes into play is there's another province called Manitoba beside it, closer to me. Uh-huh. You, you really have two highly populated areas. And then after that, it's fields and curves and goats right. or sheep or cows or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's not right. a, <laughs> but Toronto <laughs> itself is a beast. That's the biggest city in Canada, highest population. And oh, okay. just, yeah, it's a beautiful place though. So you're, you would, I think anyone that listens or is listening right now, sorry, if uh-huh. you're to visit Canada, um, there's uh-huh. three major cities I'd highly recommend that are major. Um, Calgary, mm-hmm. where I live, Vancouver, British Columbia, which is on the West Coast. And then, yeah, Toronto. It's just, yeah. It's Anyway, I could, go and, I could tell you a side story later, but if we get back there. <laughs> but just, yeah, being in that part of the world, but yeah, it's beautiful for sure. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, maybe I'll get there one day. <laughs> Please do, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I have, um, before we jump, into the meat and potatoes here. I uh, have a quick question um, in reference to your company, PVTL Transportation Industry Solutions. Uh, is there a special meaning behind the acronym of the PVTL? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you asked that because okay. lots of times it actually causes confusion until I explain it, mm-hmm. but it's just short for pivotal, the word. Okay. So when we were starting our journey, my wife and I, a couple of years ago, I like thinking about things in regards of how do you create an impact? And mm-hmm. in order to create an impact, you have to be intentional. Right. So for myself, Pivotal happened to work out to be abbreviated. So I thought that was really special. And for me, like, we're, like we talk about, we're men of faith. So for me, that was mm-hmm. a big part of my journey is I'm like, it's not about me. It's about who I'm serving. It's about who I'm able to help. So PVTL, short for pivotal. Mm -hmm. And in order to create a, what I call a pivotal impact, intentionally impacting someone, it just means you have to be mindful that, okay, I have to be a good person or I have to bite my tongue when I really want to give a lash and that kind of thing. And yeah, so that's the foundational (laughs) piece for us. So Mm -hmm. that's exactly where it came from though. So I'm glad you asked that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good, man. That's good. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Well, how about go ahead and telling uh, our listeners all about PVTL, Transportation Industry Solutions. You know, what do you do and what do you offer with your company? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So same thing. I like to start with a little bit of a backstory. I'm a storyteller. And I started in the realm of just compliance. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of it is just through my own journey where Mm -hmm. 
you feel like you're doing something right in the trucking industry to find out by an auditor or an inspector that, no, you're not even close. Mm. So to me, that was really, I took it personal. Um, just, yeah, again, failing at something. So when I'm right. talking about compliance, it's carrier compliance. So file management, program management, culture with professional drivers, that kind of thing. Right. And when I was navigating the compliance consulting space as a side hustle, I'm like, I love it, but it's it's limiting. There's a ceiling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I wanted to impact people, they're going to say, but you're a compliance company. So that's when we switch to industry solutions focus where it's wide open. What is industry? And then we mm-hmm. can go in a bunch of different ways. So why I bring up that story to get to where I am today is because mm-hmm. I really serve people in industry. Okay. So our focus is working with professional drivers, commercial trucking companies, carriers, and suppliers in industry to create okay. an, a successful environment. So part of success will look different for all three. So I have three buckets that we serve. Okay. So part of it's culture, part of it is compliance, part of it is exposure. And yeah, we just work closely with organizations. Or a big thing that I really like is I can deflect the questions and attention to different mm-hmm. partners that we have. And I'm a big believer in, you don't have to tell someone no, you can just say, right. hey, that's not my area of expertise, but I know someone that can. And that's the warmest yeah. welcome you can give someone is I know mm-hmm. someone's in need. They've told me what they need, and I'm going to give you a trusted source that can actually do the job like a prop or to what they need. They can meet that right. expectation or more. To mm-hmm. me, that's the best part. And again, that's where it's really open-ended on purpose because it's ultimately what does that individual need and what does that company need? And then from there, it's yes, that's something we can do or no, but I know someone that can. So that's a a good summary, I'd say. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I noticed, man, you offer a lot of different facets with your um, company, man. That's... And so when I first looked at the website, I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because if I remember correctly, you offer... Was it courses or something like that? Yeah. So we have a a wide variety of online training. Um, Mm -hmm. We do program management, program creation. Basically, we create roadmaps for people. And I often say we help people navigate the boundaries of compliance. Right. Really, once you know the rules of the game, it's a lot easier to win. So if you think, like a lot of the, again, I'm not bashing industry. I just know this from conversation and experience. A lot of people, because they don't know, feel Mm -hmm. like they can say, well, I had no idea, so I'll break the law anyway. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, let's look this. We're going to actually dissect what are you up against? And okay, now I understand what you need to do. We're going to find the rules. Then we're going to create a game plan and a roadmap. So that way you can be successful within that. So online training is a big part in class training now that this, well, most of this whole pandemic stuff is hopefully behind us forever. That's becoming a thing. Um, And then actually someone that I work closely with, he's a master of course creation because again, everyone's needs are different. So we do a lot of that, but yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot there for sure. And that's on purpose. Because right. some of it's automated and some of it is like, I just understand that, especially small carriers, smaller businesses, right. that's where my heart sits because I know what it's like when I had my small trucking outfit, not having a clue. So that's where right. I want them to be able to focus on providing excellent customer service without being right. worried that they're breaking laws or getting fines and tickets and that kind of thing. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you're like me. Cause um, I love small businesses, man. That's what my heart, is that, you know, nothing long, wrong with the um, big corporations and larger ones, but small businesses is where it's at. That's that's really between that 
small businesses in the trucking industry or logistics logistics industry that's really truly that's running the country in my opinion so uh, they both uh play you know tie into each other hand in hand you know you're absolutely right and i yeah to feed on that there is a misconception so it's like well how can i explain it i don't want to name drop any company so if you see a common massive carrier everywhere mm-hmm. society thinks that's trucking but mm-hmm. what they don't see they could see that trailer everywhere with a massive right. logo on it but when you actually look at the power unit so the tractor that's pulling that trailer more mm-hmm. often than not it's a numbered company or it's right. a one-off ABC company. And ultimately, you're, what you just said, Derek, is a thousand percent true, where small businesses run our economy, small businesses, quote unquote, feed our economy. And ultimately, mm-hmm. it's changing that perspective. And I think once people realize, like, oh, you're a small business, you have four mm-hmm. employees and you work 900 hours a day, like, how are you doing this? People have right. a different great or a greater appreciation for what our industry actually does and who right. our in- industry actually is. So, but you're absolutely right. right with that. Right. Yes, sir. Okay. Good deal. So let me ask you this then. If you could wave a magic wand over the trucking industry and make one major improvement, what would that be? So that to me is one of the best questions I've honestly ever been asked. And um, because I think everyone has that that one or two wish. Oh, I wish this would happen. So when you reflect on that, you're kind of like, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to compliment that question. That was really (laughs) thought out. The Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm a huge believer, and I believe that our industry would do a lot better if we were to lead with empathy and not tyranny. I think that is key. Where if we lead as people, Mm -hmm. and we're people working with people to serve people you have a much greater understanding of what people go through and right. not there's an instant hierarchy within any, again, we're talking trucking. So if you're mm-hmm. a shipper or a receiver, mm-hmm. you hold all the bacon. And That's right. if you're the carrier, they create these instant hierarchies most time where it's mm-hmm. maybe it's an owner or a GM dispatcher driver. There's your level mm-hmm. of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I personally would rather see, there's always going to be a hierarchy for things, but right. let's, literally just level that playing field and right. respect the professions that we all have respect the mm-hmm. gifts we all bring and mm-hmm. yeah if we led with empathy and understanding what others go through it's mm-hmm. amazing the problems that you solve for who you're in business to serve your clients but also just yeah. the retention rates would skyrocket people wouldn't quote unquote complain because like there's still things to be complained about but right. again just being exposed to it the number one complaint that i hear from professional drivers are those two things there's a false statement they make then there's mm-hmm. a complaint so the false statement is i don't know i'm just a driver which right. is a, it's a it's a flat out lie and the mm-hmm. second component is oh my dispatcher this oh my <sighs> dispatcher this and you're like well okay well you can fix both of those so first off remove the title just mm-hmm. and give yourself credit like professional drivers honestly they have they have some of the greatest responsibility for any profession in North America, by right. globally, right. by far. They deal right. with so many different pressures and have so many high expectations. Mm-hmm. Let's honor that profession because it is. It's a profession. It is an it, earned yes, profession. You don't mm-hmm. just pay five bucks and you get this thing in the mail. Like, there's a lot there. And then, yeah, <laughs> when you lead with it. So I get, like, so passionate in this space. So <laughs> Right, right. But And if we removed that... I'm going to pull out a whip and make you do it instead mm-hmm. of I'm going to listen to what you're going through and actually comprehend what you're up against so we can work through it together. 
Those right. would be the biggest things if I could that would uh, I feel would really help our industry just for the long game. I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's funny you mention that because you have on your mission statement. Um, I remember where you talked about influencing and empowering individuals to operate with confidence and basically not feel like you're less than. Um, you know, I really like that because you know, like you say, you're not just your job title. You know, in my my opinion, you know, throughout jobs and careers and businesses or whatever, sometimes people in higher positions uh, may tend to look down on someone and not give them the due respect because I don't care if you are a custodian or the VIP or whatever. It's every single part in person plays a picture in the whole big pie of things. So we shouldn't thumb our nose or look down on anyone because it's all part of the whole big pie. So, um, you know, it. I love your mission statement and what you said just really tied into that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. And you're absolutely yeah. right. And I think, mm-hmm. again, that's not some people call it weak. Some people mm-hmm. like I've been I've heard some interesting feedback, but what you just mm-hmm. described is so true. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Mr. CEO, go a day without your executive assistant. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, go a week. They took a week off you have no no recovery. Go ahead, see what happens. And mm-hmm. I think once you get that reality check, but if you can do that before the reality check sits in, that's when mm-hmm. the magic happens because gratitude right. goes so far. And right. like there's so many studies that have been done on retention and when you verbally say to someone, thank you so much for this, that right. means more than a $2, $3 hour raise. Because they're going to go home and mm-hmm. they're going to say, hey, spouse, hey, kids, hey, friends, guess what my boss said to me today? And right. yeah, there's so many studies that show like the value and the power of gratitude and exactly mm-hmm. what you just described where it's like, no, we're, we all play an important role. I think we just right. don't need to take a deep breath and analyze. Okay. And my mission statement literally came from things I would repeat to myself when I was mm-hmm. operating as a professional driver, because that was, I was told without swearing, like, shut up. You are just <laughs> a bad word driver. Wow. And I'd look at them and be like, no, I'm not. And wow. it, that to me was really, that, that was installed in me for ongoing for 15 years of like, I'm like, don't put your limiting beliefs on me, please, because I believe we're adding value here. And I want to go home and tell my kids, hey, you can be proud of what I do because there's food on the table. And I want to be able to celebrate with friends at a birthday party. And money is not necessarily part of the conversation. It's more so you as a person. And Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden you're gone, okay, well, you're not just because look at all the people you impact because you're gone. So anyway, that was, I'm glad you brought that up though. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 You definitely have a heart for people, man. And you know, empathy and all. And that's a good thing to have because Lord knows there's not enough people that has that. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. And it's, yeah. again, like we were talking before we hit record, I really value that in you. I value that in your Thank humility you. and you. in your leadership. It really does mean a lot. And you're right. There's not enough Thank people you. that are willing to be vocal too. As right, podcasters, right. you have to be vocal. You have to. Exactly. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to leave my ego there and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to stuck for a little bit to get here and okay. And, but yeah, you're just doing such a good job. So it's definitely reciprocated, yeah, like, man. It's good. Yes, sir. Likewise, man. Likewise. Matter of fact, doing a good job. Um, I'm going to shift gears and go into uh, your baby. And that is your podcast, yes. which is called Truck Focus Podcast. 
Yes, sir. So what what led you to starting Truck Focus Podcast, uh, Josh? Oh, wow. This was uh... a... <laughs> so when I think about the journey, I like to think about what started the journey. So when you knowing this, we were going to talk about this, I got excited because we really, when you're in the moment, you don't think about where you started very often. Right, right. And I've been a podcast listener, an audiobook listener, a even a YouTube listener for a really long time. I'm an audible learner way better than, like, especially when I hear something, because I see it in my mind, mm-hmm. or say, I see it in my mind, or I can uh-huh. feel it. And I'm like, okay, so there was a guy, he doesn't know me, but his name's Pat Flynn out of California. And oh, uh, yeah. he started a podcast. Oh man, just over a decade ago. And I've been listening to him for maybe six years. And so a couple of things that he kept saying that really stood out is, you know, others can start podcasts too, as long as you have something that you care about. Mm -hmm. So that was really to me the, "Hmm, I've always wanted to like speak. And part of it was just through my faith. Part of it was just, Mm -hmm. I felt like I had something to say. So I was like, Okay. So that was really kind of brewing in me. And when I told my wife and my oldest at the time, because my youngest was uh, basically an infant when we started this process, I'm like, I really want to start a podcast. And instantly my wife and my son, they're just like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So (laughs) you kind of have to decide though what, like you can't just throw stuff on a wall and hope it sticks and there's your topic. So I had, it took me a few months of really brainstorming the, um, I guess my why that was important. Mm-hmm. And then a big part of it too, was the topics, the the name, all of that kind of stuff. But it really did start mm-hmm. like, honestly, shout out to Pat Flynn. It's just, he's a gem. And something that really resonated with him in my journey was he has mm-hmm. a son involved. Okay. And so that to me, I'm like, cause I didn't want to take time away from my family. Well, I right. served something as hard as I knew I was going to have to. So mm-hmm. my son, when appropriate, he is really involved. He gets really excited. He was so excited to know that I got to come onto your platform today and <laughs> we were going to have a conversation. He was, he was like vibrating. He was like, Hey dad, good morning. I'm like, Hey buddy, guess what I'm doing? And then his, his eyes got big kind of thing. So anyway, there's a lot there, but that's kind of what started the journey. Um, right. And then, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> it's okay. been good. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, sir. Cause I think I first saw you, if I'm not mistaken, on LinkedIn and all. And uh, like I say, you, you're cranking them out and uh, have wonderful guests on your show and everything. And how long have you been doing it now? We just passed a year. And yeah. okay. um, so there's some advice that I was given. Um, if you're comfortable, I can name drop. If not, because I introduced you to one guy, his name is Bruce. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he has a lead pedal podcast for truck drivers. Okay. And he was, I find people there's one of two things. Either they become threatened or mm-hmm. they become complimentary. And if right. they're threatened, they're mm-hmm. going to deter you. Oh, I don't know. I've been doing this for a while. You probably won't like it. Right. And I actually have not met someone in the podcast space that's told me that advice. I've always heard the opposite. Yeah, Josh, that was good. Great. So yeah. Bruce has been just so kind um, with his guidance, with his mentorship. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mm-hmm. hold back fast him a question. Like he's, he, he just really, he's owned this. He's been in this space for over a decade as well in Canada. Wow. Oh yeah. He's a gem. Mm. He's one of the nicest human beings on the planet too, which makes oh. it that much better. Right. So when we were talking 
when I first was getting started. Mm-hmm. So the fact why I'm bringing this up is because a year is a huge milestone in podcasting. So first right. you want to get past, they say like nine to 12 episodes. Yep. Once you get past mm-hmm. there, you've overcome something called podcast fade because okay. you really aren't doing a podcast initially for anyone mm-hmm. except yourself, even mm-hmm. though you're serving. Because right. unless you have a massive following already, mm-hmm. you may get a like, you may get a couple of downloads. It That's takes true. a while to build traction. That's true. Yeah. And so he was bang on with that. And then he said, watch. He's just like, if you can get to 50, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's just like, because most podcasts, they literally stop between nine and 12 episodes. Right. Because it's not encouraging when you're putting in, as you know, time, effort. <laughs> like, yes. There's a yes. lot that goes into it financially from the equipment perspective. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, yeah. you're like, there's, there's just no reward yet. There's no reward yet. And you're like, right. okay. So then he's like, watch what happens when you get to 50. He's just like, just make 50 your North Star for now. And then once you're approaching 50, you got to push it to 100. Because he's like, when you get to episodes 100 and on, people Mm -hmm. know you're for real. Right. And he's just like, it takes time. Absolutely. It takes dedication, as we know. Absolutely. But he was so kind with that advice. And the days that I wanted to quit, that was the the advice that I would listen to is, nope, I'm not doing this for vanity likes. I'm not doing this even for download counts. Because as we know in social media, if people are scrolling, they can see it, they can read it, and then they Uh just keep scrolling. And I'm like, you invested 12 seconds to read something, just hit the like button so I know it. Exactly. (laughs) That has been, again, to ask the question for, sorry, I go sidetracked all the time, but to get to a year to us is really special because of those those moments that Bruce really mm-hmm. guided us on. There's another guy named Chris Harris who I introduced you to as well. I, I just read right. the email, same mm-hmm. thing, very kind, very honest. And you're like, okay, like if I can have mentors from afar like this, if I can still listen to Pat Flynn's advice and the days that you want to quit and the days mm-hmm. that you're just like, I still get super discouraged because you put a lot of investment in something. I'm like, oh, I fell flat on its face. That didn't. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, <laughs> Okay, is a year enough? Then I'm like, no, like right. I want to keep going. Obviously, so it's, right. uh, but yeah. So when you mentioned the episode amount, that was another blessing too, because our goal was one a month. Mm-hmm. When uh, I'm like, if we can do one a month, we're crushing it. So that right. way, we got right. to twelve in a year, and then I'd give myself that. And we couldn't, that's, couldn't. That's bad word. We didn't go more than two weeks before mm-hmm. I had a, just like yourself, like you kind of have a lineup of guests that you know that you have to plan your schedules accordingly. And right. we do a lot of things late nights that we're recording early my morning, midday mm-hmm. year, just the time change. So you right. utilize your weekends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were able to get from, well, we hit 12 within the first month and a half or something like that. Yeah, and from awesome. there, we've been able to just, we put a lot of time and effort. Like, I love it. Right. I just, right like yourself having good conversations and stuff right. that's allowed mm-hmm. the multiple episodes instead of the one here or mm-hmm. one there episodes and again right. you try things it worked great it didn't right. work great okay but right. anyway yeah. sorry i just yeah you're <laughs> I fine. Those are you're fine. to talk about we don't talk about <laughs> right. that enough so anyway but i'm glad mm-hmm. you asked that question yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah, you're right. We have the moments, um, you know, I know for myself, it's like, you know, is it really worth it? You know, I've gotten down on myself several times because I started back in November. And every single time, it's, I think it's been about three times, I came close to just quitting. But it was like God was like sent 
a confirmation each time. Like, uh-uh, no, you're doing what I want you to do. Uh-uh, every single time. So I was like, you know what? And then I looked at, you know, where my heart is too, had to really examine. I was like, you know, you always say you love helping people, which I do. And like I said, I love small businesses and, you know, helping people out. So that was another driving factor for me. It's like, nah, keep pushing on. Because like you said, sometimes, you know, people may, like you gave the example of strolling, they may read what you have, don't support by liking or sharing. And, you know, sometimes I get discouraged, especially when you know how much work we put into this. (laughs) But regardless you have to we have to learn and i have learned to keep pushing on you know regardless yes. you know and the rewards yes. is you know i just leave god let him handle everything else and you know i just keep doing what he's called me to do yes yeah, yeah. i was actually in a conversation well, i've actually been in two and i was going through a little bit of a hmm moment a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago right. and two conversations where you don't know the impact you're having on people that's true. That's the power of podcasting because we're right. really focused. Like my slogan is connecting industry leaders to industry to help create mm-hmm. a pivotal impact. And years ago, actually, when I had my trekking outfit, I met a banker who's our our banker, bust out a big wad of business cards. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what these are? My business partner at the time are like, uh, business cards? And he's like, no, these are my guys. He's like, these are the people I call when my clients need help. And um, from that moment, I'm like, okay, I can see the power of strategic partnerships. Right. And you and I could have a great conversation off record. Mm-hmm. And something that we said, depending on the conversation, but say we're talking right. about people, right. something we said, someone else needs to hear. Right. That's and true. when you're that true. focused on small businesses like we are and growing mm-hmm. and profitability mm-hmm. and retention and all these things it's like okay that's the power of it though but you don't really know the full impact and that's the anyone like to our listeners day to day you're having a good conversation you just you were here for someone's event that probably just saved part of their life and that's the impact that we'll never actually know about until if well i guess if not until if someone Mm -hmm. let you know and that happened to me twice this last couple weeks which kind of relit the fire a little bit higher and yeah, I was like okay yeah. okay where they're like yeah you were talking about mental health and you were talking about like happiness matters mm-hmm. and I reevaluated my direction and I'm like I'm miserable so they're like <laughs> I actually made a change another right. and then you're, like, you're like whoa like it's almost I'm emotional so I almost like mm-hmm. tear up and I'm like uh-uh. I appreciate you sharing that but it, it's right. that kind of stuff where you're right though it's like you just got to walk with faith and yes. just say you know what <laughs> It's not yes, about sir. me, and but anyway, right. it's a it's a powerful journey, and I'm super happy for you too because again, I really respect you. your mission. I respect Thank the you. fact you care so much, and it's just yeah, mm-hmm. you're helping so many people too. It's just Thank on you, the man. flip side, it's nice when someone does hit the like button. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the compliments as well, man. And like I said, you're doing a great job yourself and uh, helping the industry and all and shining a light on, you know, many. And, um, you know, we need that. We need that positivity. We need the platforms to share with the industry to let people know that, you know, hey, such and such with this business or consultation service or whatever, they are here. You know, you you may not have never heard of them before, but on our platforms, you know, we are presenting them to you to, you know, let them share what they're all about and what they're doing. And that's needed. Totally that's very agree. much needed. Totally yes, agree. Sir. Yes, mm-hmm. completely agree. Yes, sir. 
So in your interviewing of all of your guests on your show so far, do you find at least one or two things you would say that they all have in common? Can you pick out like one or two things? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, really good question. Good job, man. The, um, <laughs> I would say the first thing is when you ask someone who they are mm-hmm. and they're not used to saying who they are. Right. I like watch, like we're, uh, anyway, I like watching people's faces because okay. that's where the truth is. Mm-hmm. And you can really tell that they can tell you what their job is. Mm-hmm. You can, they can describe who their spouse is or who their this is and that is. But when you ask mm-hmm. them, so give us a rundown. Like, who are you? It is a hard question to answer because a lot of times we don't talk about ourselves. Exactly. And I think that to me is really interesting. That actually has been a big coaching moment for myself. How you, like, I love your lead up during our conversation. I think that was mm-hmm. bang on. And I try and do the same where I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a, let's create a comfortable conversation before we even hit record. So that way they're comfortable. But yeah, that's an interesting point. And I think the other thing too, is we're all passionate about something. And when you hit a passion moment where you Mm -hmm. can tell, they just, they're all over the map, but it's still answering the questions. You're just like, yeah, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. And most people apologize (laughs) after though. They say, Oh, sorry. I went over here. I'm like, don't be sorry. I'm glad you went over there. That's the purpose. So, but people can, we care like that's the coolest part mm-hmm. is especially like we're mindful of our guests because we're mindful of our audience Correct. but when you know that they genuinely care about this mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. face lights up and they get all like sweaty and their eyes get really big they're like <laughs> keep going go because it's good but yeah i would right. say that's the biggest thing though is we need to learn i would say collectively learn how to talk about ourselves a little better but also right. not be so afraid to be passionate and just have verbal diarrhea, just run with it because it's, it's all good stuff. <laughs> right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Those are good points. I, I like that. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. Well, Josh, you know, one thing I like to do on every um, show that I have is ask my guests a fun question. I, I think I'm going to start leaving the trivia part off because uh, I think one guest said, well, it's not too fun or trivia, but. <laughs> Perfect. But yes, sir. But I do have a fun question for you. If you could pick any Marvel or cartoon superhero to be for one day, who would it be? And why? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a great question. So my uh my three and a half year old will celebrate with me, my twelve year old will frown, but Superman by far. We okay. uh I can't remember who is who. Batman's one superman's one or something like that but Uh he uh yeah i would definitely be superman he even though he's maybe i guess he could be defined as an alien Mm -hmm. i think the fact that yeah he's jacked is cool he Mm -hmm. obviously super strong he really Mm -hmm. cares about people again that's he's always been my favorite actual superhero Um, but yeah i'll be mindful when Maybe I'll say it a little less loud because my 12-year-old might kick my door and say, Batman, Dad, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I love Superman. I, I, go, I don't know how old you are, but I go back to, well, 
Let me let me not say this. I don't go back to the original Superman, but I remember seeing the replays growing up as a kid of uh, I believe his name was George Reeves. Okay. It was a Superman show and stuff. And uh, my father loved that, man. And I used to watch it as a little kid. You know, it was the replays. And I really liked that, you know, Superman episode. Then I got into, uh, I don't know if you remember the Super Friends. You remember Super Friends? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, so that's a good one. What's nice, too, well, the level of intensity violence and stuff to today it's sometimes they get disappointed because i want to take his name's avery um i want okay. man we should go see that movie so you watch the trailer and i'm like man that is like yeah. over the top yeah. like i get from an right. adult's perspective we can emotionally handle it but i'm like right i liked when like spider-man came out like the uh i forget that actor's name it was like the first like new newer series spider-man hmm. i would have been maybe 12 14 and i could watch it no problem Right, and right. he was like, no problem. This is sweet. This is cool. Mm-hmm. It's an action movie. But yeah, right. now it's it's just too bad that it went that deep because there's, I think just the younger generation really you are missing out because yes. you can't just, like I was watching even 300 the other day. Do you remember that movie, the Spartan movie? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Just randomly showed up on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, mm-hmm. I actually forgot there was two of them because it just randomly showed up on Netflix. And I was like, mm-hmm. I love this for like the first one. And then the right. second one showed up and I was like, no way. But again, right. it's a little too much for him to watch just because of the right. violence. But exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wish mean. they would create, I guess you can still like fist fight. You can still mm-hmm. fly around, kick some butt. But yeah, I wish they would level right. it down a little bit. Cause that way, yeah. Dad's going to appreciate with kids. Like you were right. able to do with your dad and just enjoy it. Right. And right. anyway, mm-hmm. it's the it is what it is, I guess. But <laughs> yes, sir. That's a good yes, question, sir. though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, is there any other good nuggets you'd like to share with us? So I was. It's funny. Anytime I get a chance to talk, I ramble. And <laughs> I was in a really good conversation not too long ago, and a gal I was speaking with. She said something that it was so true, and I think it it eliminates the age excuse. But I honestly mm-hmm. think what all of us, so your listeners really need to really take into account is uh-huh. it's never too late to do that thing that you've been wanting to do for a very long time. And when she spoke with that, she's older than myself, but she spoke with such conviction and mm-hmm. she's, so she's really big into recruiting women and driving. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I had, I forget her exact age, but she said the lady was three years older than her thinking about becoming a professional driver. And the first thing that she said after was, oh, but I'm too old. And she's like, no, you're not. And mm-hmm. that was a passion moment. And I'm like, right. it is so true. So again, if you're in any position of life and if you're questioning, mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, you can. Or right. mm, I don't know if I should do that. Obviously, there's right. pros and cons. To... There's things you have to figure out, but don't right. limit yourself. I think that's right. a huge thing that our society really needs right now is mm-hmm. now is the time. There is no yep. better time to do something that will make you happy ethically, of right. course, and right. do something that you're going to be proud of. Your family can be proud of. Now is the time. It's not too late. I think that's right. a big thing. And, you know, that's that's um, phenomenal that you said that. And to tie into that, like I tell a lot of youth that I work with and whatnot, is the key to that or part of the key to that is who you surround yourself with. That plays a huge part in you being able to believe if you can do something or not. 
If you have too many naysayers around you, negative people with limited visions and things of that nature, if you, unless you like really super strong minded and will, you may tend to fold and close up camp and give up on your dream. So you have to be careful of who, who the people are around you. And that can even include your family and your, your family uh, you can't speak for every family, but sometimes some some families, um, you know, they may not be doing it intentionally. It just may be doing due to how they were raised and having the limited mindset that was instilled in them. But um, when you're on a mission, you're trying to achieve something. You got to make sure you have the right people lined up with you and around you and stuff when you're trying to achieve something, um, you know, in life. That's just my personal belief. So true, man. So true. Yes, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. And I'm glad that mm-hmm. you're portraying that to the next generations yes, because sir. the uh, it's needed. Like it oh, is. Yeah. We <clears throat> need like way more injections of positivity and possibility and opportunity mm-hmm. and living in a really the glasses overfilling mentality right. instead of like being mindful is different than being fearful. Right. Being mindful is understanding what is happening around you, but you're still making mm-hmm. a personal choice mm-hmm. and not allowing other people's fears and limiting beliefs to suffocate your dreams is so important. And I'm glad you're doing that to the next generation because oh. it is so needed. And yes. yeah, now is mm-hmm. that time. Like it's, yes, it is. We have yes, so many <laughs> opportunities to really help. So yes, I'm glad that you're doing that, man. Good for you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes sir. Well, before closing out, um, I'd like to give you the opportunity, Josh, to give yourself a shout out and let our listeners know how they can contact you, um, you know, your website, social media, et cetera. Awesome. No, I, and mm-hmm. I appreciate the opportunity. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, if anyone wants to check out the Truck Focus podcast, um, we're on all major podcast players, YouTube, mm-hmm. basically throw it into Google and it will come up. And our direct website is pvtlindustry.com. And um, yeah, that's the easiest way to contact myself is, again, if it's through yeah. social, um, if it's on my website, I'm, we're on all of the major platforms, um, just that way we can be reached. So yeah, okay. if there's a question, if there's an inquiry, if you want to uh, hear me ramble about how much I admire Derek, reach out, we can talk. <laughs> but it, uh, no, I appreciate the opportunity though, man. It doesn't yes, mean a sir. lot. So yeah, I, pr- I appreciate you, man. I really do, Josh. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Well, Josh, I thank you so much for being a guest on the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I wish you much success, and I hope to have you back on our show again uh, sometime in the near future. Man, thank you so much. It was a really good conversation, and I'd love to come back. So thank you again for the invite. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. And keep up the great work. You too, buddy. This episode is brought to you by MyTrucker Pro, an online platform for transportation professionals, making it easier to do business. Join for free at MyTruckerPro.com. That concludes our show. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend and make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to the Trucking Entrepreneurs Podcast.